Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Well, of course, welcome everybody to today's episode. My name is Sonny. I'm here with my co-host, Mild Turkey. How are you doing today, bud? Ah, uh, you know, uh, that's, that's actually what we call turkey in Canada. It's actually, it's all just mild turkey. Uh, we prefer uh, any other form of poultry, honestly. So, so turkey is very mild. <laughs> hey, listen, that's uh, also... I don't know about you, but we have Thanksgiving coming up. I know y'all's is like a different day. I don't know when y'all do Thanksgiving, but for us, Thanksgiving is in like three weeks and time, four weeks time. I do want to say frying turkey. if, if you're listening, shout out to you, Jay, uh, mild turkey is a bowling reference, uh, on top of, uh, being a, uh, it's a pendulum monster. And uh, it's uh, it's 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 attempting to bowl, and three strikes in a row is a turkey. So that's that's the entomology of the Yu-Gi-Oh card. Very funny pendulum monster. <laughs> uh, I think so too. So, of course, let's go ahead and uh, thank all of our wonderful sponsors. So, uh, I'm gonna just gonna yeah, right, there we go. Mm -hmm. uh, a huge thank you, of course, to Steel Fox Games as well as ETB Games for their continued support of the podcast. If you are anywhere in like the ETB-ish area in Alexandria, Louisiana, there's going to be an Edison tournament this Sunday at 2 p.m. First place gets a, a light play unlim ultimate rare Stardust Dragon. Uh, in addition to that, uh, we're also going to be trying to do these Edison turns a little bit more regularly. Uh, this one's kind of last minute. I know I haven't like announced this with a bunch of time in advance, but be sure to check that out. We're going to do the uh, Edison tournament. And then, of course, we want to thank all of our regular sponsors. We have, of course, Tier Zero Games, as well as Gem Accessories and Grimoire Accessories. We have discount codes for all of those down below. And, of course, you also, we also have actually, actually TCG players, a discount code now. Is that correct? Or no, is it just affiliate still? TCG player should be just the link. Uh, it's a uh, Dragon Shield that we have a code now for. And that's top that's top what five. It is. 
that's what it is. Uh, of course, Dragon Shield will be uh, now top cut five. So, so Grimoire, Dragon Shield, and Tier Zero are all top cut five at checkout for five percent off your order. At Tier Zero game, or um, I'm sorry, Gem Accessories is I think top cut podcast ten for ten percent off your order. And be sure to check out the YouTube channel because we do have some uh, things uh, uh, reviews. Hopefully, and uh, in case you haven't, a huge shout out to our wonderful patrons at uh, patreon.com slash podcast yes absolutely also uh we are live on youtube uh i know that i said that on the youtube stream but i'm making sure that it's in the podcast because while uh it's not something we have normally done it is something we will normally be doing so uh if you do want to catch the episodes early you can do that by subscribing to us on youtube.com slash top cut podcast i don't know if that's what it is but look it up you'll find it um and so you can catch live streams of not only the podcast but i'm going to be doing some other live streams of my own past this now that i have like a real setup so with that said why don't we explain what we're doing today scott you want to go ahead and uh break down the idea yeah for sure so uh, you all cannot see my beautiful face which uh, i understand is a, is a very sad thing to hear but uh, in its place i hope you will accept a relatively blurry camera view of some cool Yu-Gi-Oh cards uh, so the concept for today's episode, and uh, Sunny, would you like to give them the title of the episode? Because you, you came up with it. I think you deserve the credit. Sure. So today we have uh, <laughs> open discussion. <laughs> you just flipped your camera view just before you said that. That was incredible timing. Yeah, I wanted to look at your screen I, 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 when I did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm with you. It's funny because that, that may be true on your side, but it's not true on mine. So in the video, it's going to look hilarious. Um <laughs> Well, yeah, but we're using my video for this. Mm, that's true. Uh, regardless, um, so this is obviously a box of the rarity collection. And depending on how long we go tonight, I do have a second one available. So it's a little bit of pack opening ASMR. But we're going to use this as an, as an opportunity to talk about the rarity collection and what it means, especially because this is, episode is going to go live. Uh, when it officially releases everywhere and not just in OTS stores like it did on Wednesday the 1st. Um, and we're also going to get to talk about some of the conversations about the price of the game, where we think the value of the set's going to be, do we think there's a future for this type of set in the game? Because obviously this is unprecedented. Like we have nothing like this before. And while we're doing that, I'm going to open some packs. So if there's any pause in the discussion, it's because I pulled something cool. So I don't know how much you've been in, in the loop uh sunny but because i i know i've been kind of like marinating in this since i decided to order a couple of boxes but what do you think about the rarity collection overall where where is your head at off the top um so it's kind of weird right because i feel like let me get a little bit of, of music going for the live stream <laughs> don't tell worry you know, folks we still got the lo-fi Yu-Gi-Oh beats in the on spotify i got you covered actually, i have a i have a different one actually i have a stream beats by harris heller on so space uh and for those that are oh is that the first premium no this is not actually a premium this is just the secret rare so this is just a vanilla secret rare uh avermax but they look really nice it looks really beautiful and secret wow that yeah i mean i was just looking up and i think it looks awesome and this is uh, uh for those in the live stream please tell me how the music sounds because yeah. i literally have no idea just a regular regular ultra here and a regular ultra pot of extravagance and a regular super iris sword soul so no premium rares in the first pack but i mean look at also this, look at this first pack there, like there's something to be said for this. the way this pack is structured 
our packs are structured differently than they are in the TC in the OC in the in the EU. EU. Ah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, the NA packs are structured differently. So in the EU, the packs are actually super, super secret. Or I'm sorry, super super secret ultra ultra. Over here, it's super secret ultra ultra super. Do you know why? Uh, it's so that you could hit three luxury rares in a row. It's because there's certain slots in the set that are replaced, right? No. Okay. No. I'm curious about so this. I, I, don't I, I don't know for sure, but my suspicion is that they did that because the supers cannot be luxury rares. So oh. in, the, in Europe, the back card of the pack, you know, it's really easy for cards, especially in a five card pack, they get damaged. So interesting if if i have any two cards Provides in my pack that are going to be damaged it's usually the front and the back this allows the front and the back to be yeah. separate or, or like they're both supers they're like the least valuable cards in the pack so there's no potential of a, like yeah. a luxury rare being the back card in the pack and it got damaged or something oh that's smart play uh yeah, i want to say i think konami na did it right by moving one of the supers to the back because while it's less suspenseful because one of the luxury rares could be the second card better for third. better for preserving the condition of the cards right i think it's better for preserving the cards yeah also uh can i just say uh this is like a mid pack in this set and it's actually just insane a good rarity for extravagance a good rarity for avermax uh an updated text afd chaos patrus is limited but again it's super which is nice and iris sword soul these are all like good cards Notably, we did already card. have an updated rarity for AFD, I think, or updated text. We did have updated it, it text, but do we have a secret for it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it was a promo. Oh, the tin. That makes sense. So, uh, yeah. what was that question you asked me earlier? So, so, we got yeah, distracted we got by, distracted by pack. pack number one. What are where are you at overall with the rarity collection? What's what's spinning around your head? Because we can maybe see how we feel and then we can go into the specific topic from there oh the golden dungus and secret rare finally not trapped in maximum gold wait on the first card this is just a super oh you said so, in secret yeah so this is actually no sorry in super in not in not maximum gold so this is the alt art okay i talked yeah. about this on another episode you might not have been here for it but the, the one of basically the main difference from this set in the ocg aside from maxi being gone is that in the OCG, they only got the alternate art, uh, Unicorn and Golden Lords, in uh, Collectors and Ultimate. We get them at every rarity, and I assume that's to replace the slots that Maxi would have taken up. So we actually have more chances to pull the alternate art, uh, Eldritch and uh, Nightmare Unicorn. Um, you oh. know... Oh, Speak, we have, do we have a premium? Speaking of, no, not a premium, but uh, we got back-to-back -back Golden Lords in two different rarities. Check this so in. that's something cool that can happen in this yeah. set. I, I really do like that. I'm kind of digging that you can have that one pack that technically you can have as many as four different of the same card in one pack. Fairytale Luna, Artemis the Magistus Moon Maiden, and a Pot of Desires. So no luxury rares yet, but again, this pack is insane. Like Fairytale Luna, Artemis is good. Pot of Desires is good. And then the, the golden off the secret the secret alt art golden lord looks so beautiful it's not going to come through on my camera it's not going to do it justice but it's really beautiful i uh <laughs> but uh it's it's very cool so sorry wherever i, I <laughs> the problem with me opening this is that it's too exciting so uh, i keep cutting off your thoughts so maybe you give your thoughts and then i'll keep cracking packs i think that you're gonna have to stop me though 
if oh yeah I'll, I'll i'll i mean i'll cut in if when i decide it's too much i'll just open the pack <laughs> well it's not even that just cut me off if you like do the little sneak peek look and you end up seeing a uh okay. a premium collector's rare. yeah yeah, yeah. i got like you a premium rarity. i got you luxury rare that's what they're called luxury rare. Uh, listen here's my thoughts on the set listen there's a lot of different ways to define the best product right but like yeah it's it's up there Right. It's oh, definitely one of them. I got one. I that, is think, that the so no, so this isn't one. No, I saw the edge of a collector's rare. So secret oh, rare Herald okay. of Arclight. So let's, get it, let's get it very close. Let's get it very close. So this oh. is a this is a this is so this is an ultra rare pot of prosperity, which is one of the best reprints in the set for sure. In the set for sure. The next one I think, this is a collector's rare Nibiru <gasps> the primal being. Oh my good dude that's wonderful Look that is this. beautiful it's not gonna come through on my camera super well but like the foil that they have the wow foil on this is incredible dude that is a that is beautiful in wow per, this looks just gorgeous in person and like the they did the foiling so well in the rock and then yeah a super rare uh deco talker heat soul again look at this yeah pack. that is that look, is look at this pack wow that is beautiful like, shout out to jay i love you but this could have been something else but what a just a beautiful pack i gotta sleeve up the i gotta sleeve up that nibiru yeah 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 that that's using that's gonna go in the uh dragon shield sleeves. in the highlight reel oh shout out dragon shield yeah what a beautiful card so this is interesting because this is actually going to be my first time seeing the rarities in person i think personally so far it seems like everybody agrees the collectors is the best but damn this card is just so pretty we're gonna divvy it yeah i i have not seen any of the luxury rarities in person at least i mean i've seen the quarter century secret rares on other things right like mm -hmm. i have like the lobelisk and like you know i got some megaton so i've got like stardust and armor master and things like that but i have not seen them from the rarity collection because i feel like everything in the rarity collection is just a little bit different from yep. what we're used to right well, super rare pot of extravagance we had an ultra earlier so again those rarities oh shit, that's a quarter century that language language we're, we're live on the podcast i i i, I forgore i'm i'm too hype deco talker heat soul quarter oh, century wow. secret rare Ooh, baby they just this is what i'm talking about though this is why this might be the best set ever in the game's history and, and i don't think that that's exaggerative of me to say i legitimately believe that this this pack should be in the discussion right not so and it's from discussion. a couple of different perspectives i don't think it's even a contest but continue yeah i do i think that there's so i think best set in the game's history or not the best set i, won't, I don't want to say that i want to say the best product because those are two different words right i think there's a couple of different criteria that you can put as best product beautiful by the way beautiful card mm -hmm. And if you want to see these cards next time when we do a stream like this, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, at yeah. No, uh, I think that there's a couple of different ways you can define the best product that the game has ever had. One of them, of course, is the best value proposition, which this might be. Another way that you can describe it is what it does for the player base in terms of accessibility. Another thing that oh, you can use uh, I hate to do this to you. It's another quarter century secret. Rare. Okay, what, what do we have? The Winged Dragon of Ross Fear Mode. 
so is this the highest rarity of this card now or so that i think is the question is it is it this or is it the ghost and or is it the cr it's like there's going to be a legitimate debate and i think that's something else that's interesting about this in terms of the quantity i think rarest is the quarter cent is the quarter century but if we're talking like what do people we now have a question of like what do people want instead of what objectively the highest rarity is like i think people would say probably it's the ghost but i think this could have an argument and i gotta say holding it in person it looks real nice imagine dropping this on somebody at locals imagine going to locals and side decking sphere mode and being like wabam <laughs> and then that, reasoning you know, magician that, salvation there's just a thing of beauty about that oh and also i would say be careful because sometimes you'll think oh i got a luxury rare no no you can get two or even three in a pack mm -hmm. so keep an eye out for that i mean that was back to back so now uh, probably i'll only get one or two more of these in the box it seems like they tend to be three per so the rest of mine will probably be collectors or alties but uh also so mathematically speaking it should be three three of the quarter century secret rares per box three platinum secret rares per box and then four theoretically and then four those are the numbers roughly and then four collectors four alties uh although some um, although some of no, them six each is it six each that's wild i thought it was four because well, i was you I, have i thought per box no it was... i'm sorry you're right you're right you're right i'm sorry i did my math wrong you're right yeah. it's four each each also like there are a ton of reprints that are low-key really good golden lord is a really good reprint at all the rarities uh it's either locked behind like a secret rare printing that is inaccessible or gold printings that people don't want herald of the arc light is like a card that's perennially expensive for no reason and is now going to be pennies for like the rest of time uh yes this is the first time i have owned a copy of nadir servant like i've just never been able to justify it so i have actually owned copies of nadir servant before when i first got back into the game rise of the duelist was the most recent set i bought a box and pulled one nadir servant at 70 dollars. it was wonderful mm -hmm. back so single-handedly bought me my entire dino and deck. super rare forbidden droplet also a fantastic necessary reprint yeah okay uh, i'm gonna circle back to yeah. my previous what i was saying though because mm -hmm. i feel like you can define it by accessibility you can define it by um what it does as far as what was I saying? I forgot what I was saying. I don't know what you were saying. Uh, oh, best product. Like, how could you define it? You were talking yeah, but like, there's different ways you can define it, right? You can define it by what it did for the game as far as accessibility, what it did for the game as far as like how it affected the game from a competitiveness standpoint. Mm -hmm. Or when you talk about the best product, you can also talk about what that product did for the game. There was a third thing I mentioned earlier, and I can't remember what it was, but generally speaking like accessibility versus the uh oh. the competitiveness uh, nope, that's just a are the secret. two things that you really want to keep an eye out for and i think that the, while this set does wonders for accessibility i have to wonder what if that's the main thing we need to be considering and if we're talking about what a product does for accessibility is this still the best one I don't know that it is. I think there's two products that I would put as f above this one just on the basis of accessibility. So I think, uh, let me guess, I can guess at one of them. I think because I think the closest thing to compare this to, is, there's, so there's two different sets that I think are worth comparing this to. Magnificent Mavens no. and Dual Again, Devastator. I want to clarify, not set, product. Product, okay. My thought is because Dual... Because set, 
would be like a sealed thing that you pull. But I'm talking about products. Because I consider Dual Devastator to be it. That's Dual Devastator is the one I was thinking of. Oh, Secret yeah. secret Rare Dark Logo is kind of nice. That Ooh, looks real nice. pretty. The cards on the camera just have this depth to them that is just wonderful. Mm -hmm. uh, Elder Entity Antis so, Ultra is good. You said that. Right. Um, Would you look at that? You were talking about the which set you think. Baron de Fleur. This is just a regular Ultra, but again, seeing this at Ultra is unbelievable. Uh, yeah. I mean, it has Ultra printings, but seeing it like a cheap Ultra. I've been um, seeing it for as an Ultra for two years now, but. So yeah, cheap ultras are very different. I think from an accessibility <laughs> perspective, there's a debate around, um, uh, like if we wanted to talk about like which set has done the most for player accessibility to the game, I think the only two two sets with arguments are Magnificent Mavens and Dual Devastator. So right. Mavens, again, had a whole bunch of like incredibly good staple reprints on top of meta-relevant cards and the Ishizu cards, uh, and uh, like it reprinted the whole Sword Soul deck core. Uh, Imperm, a bunch of other staple cards were in there. And they get uh, you got sleeves with it, right? Dual de uh, but sure. the reason that I think that's comparable to this is that while that set is worse in terms of the reprints, it's another set that's not guaranteed, but you are still pulling like good cards every pack, right? They actually, sure. the way that Mavens was actually structured, they were like, you're guaranteed to get like one good reprint card. They were like, you're getting an evenly matched, you're getting an Imperm. That's the, they actually had similar to how they have this set structured with like the type of card you're getting is in that slot, right? right? The... The thing with um, uh, with Dual Devastator is that it's a different angle on accessibility. Those cards were guaranteed, which this set is not. But if you look at what I've already pulled out of like not even like maybe a quarter of the box, like already a Nibiru, already a Prosperity, two Extravagances, a Droplet, already extra deck cards that are useful generically, Entis. Uh, like some of the cards in Dual Devastator are like ally of justice catastrophe <laughs> so like uh, and you have to compare them to their era i guess right but sure i don't know i think there's one other product that's worth being in the discussion of purely on the basis of accessibility the best product ever released okay let me hear it and you were not in the game at this time so you do not I necessarily have, have all the context here i wouldn't have it dark ruler very good amazing i personally believe that there's a legitimate argument to be made for the 2012 Ninja Grandmaster Hanzo Tin. Oh, that had uh, Maxi and Rescue Rabbit, right? Uh, Maxi's first reprint, Rescue Rabbit's first reprint, Turguide from the Underworld's first reprint, Tour and Shockmaster's first reprint, all guaranteed. Turguide was actually the big one, wasn't it? That was that card was like really expensive. Tour guide was over a hundred dollars. Oh. Maxi was like eighty to a hundred dollars. Rescue Rabbit was at the time still a hundred dollars. Shockmaster was fifty dollars. I've got a collector's coming up here. Pog. Ooh, collector's rare Fallen of Albaz. Oh, dude. Okay, so from the angle you were holding it, I thought that it was actually a lone fire blossom. I was like, it's a freak out because that is one of my cards yeah. that I really want from this set. And a super rare Nibiru. This set is insane. <laughs> This is so kind stupid. of like when when you watch a long like a longer video and they're like for the zoomers and they have subway surfers in the bottom corner. Mm -hmm. That's that's that's, that's what this here. is. So I to be real with you after thinking about it. I mean, obviously, I'm in hype mode because I'm like opening it up right now. I think this is just the best set that's ever been made. And I don't think it's even like remotely close. Like 
if you take like i think it will be once i open it i think i'll i'll agree <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 true and i gotta say it's definitely like the most fun set to open ever like i don't even think that's a contest either like um yeah the so some stuff that's going to be interesting here is that a ton of cards now are just going to be incredibly cheap uh again we're not even out of pre-sale mode on tcg player but uh baron de fleur at the super rare is already down to four dollars and we're not even at the peak of like the quantity that's going to be on the market the competition is going to be crazy that's super that's super so i would say like maybe three or four it's days after common. release maybe even a week look to pick up what you want to pick up people at locals also are going to want to trade stuff so keep an eye out um oh and that is a secret rare ash blossom and joyous spring don't remind me just a regular that's secret. the one thing that i'm upset to see in this collection oh uh, and Ultra Artifact Lancia. I actually need more copies of Lancia, so that's really good. The Rarity Collection is no longer on pre-sale on Look TCG at this. Player. Look at this pack. Look at this pack. Look at this. Evenly matched. Mud Dragon of the Swamp, Artifact Lancia, Ash Blossom, Ginger Jackalope. This is insane. <laughs> Would you like to hear some numbers on what things are actually currently listing for on TCG Player? And again, the pre-sales have ended. This is the actual, is the actual listings sales. on TCG. I'm Player. curious. I'm curious about um, Ash Blossom at the top end, but say what you're what you're looking at. So Ash Blossom, we know, started at three hundred dollars on pre-sale. It is now currently listing at one hundred and ninety-five dollars. <laughs> uh, so what the thing is, so because like sealed of this is starting to get hard to find and everybody's cracking it open i think later down the line some of the higher rarity stuff is going to go back up as people decide which rarity of the cards that they want uh so right. i think that's something to consider um but uh it feels like half this set is 20 to 30 dollars oh this is another quarter century <laughs> this is a third one and you're not even halfway through I'm the box halfway through the box quarter century elblitz the golden lord OG. Oh wow, that's beautiful. I want that one. I don't want the I don't want the altar art. The altar art's nice. I want that. Wow, that is yeah. beautiful. Personally, I would have preferred the altar art, but I'm not gonna complain because this is gorgeous. Um, I'm, just pull two of each. Easy. I don't I don't care if it's suboptimal. I'm playing this in fluffle now. It's beautiful. <laughs> what do you mean it's suboptimal? It's like what in some mean? in some formats. In some formats. Oh, holy shit! I have three luxury rares <gasps> in this pack. I have three. Three? I have th there's two ulties no shot there's two you have in the back. three there's two ulties in the back check this out so this is the quarter Dude, century do you know how rare that is i did the math on this hold on wait this is the i did the math on this this is like 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 one in like a thousand yeah not to mention there's two ulties so i think it's a, a that's a misprint i don't think it's supposed to happen so this is this no, is no 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 that can happen that can that's happen. A, that's right so this is an ulti yeah. ghost trick angel of mischief which uh i shout out to kelly waggio Wow, somebody and, clipped this. And please. an ulti Borload Savage Dragon. How do the ultis look? It's so hard to tell on video. Yeah, so on video, the, so they are not done justice on video. So I saw people compare these to the uh, the rarity collection, to the uh, like maximum gold without the gold. There, I see a little bit of truth to that, specifically on the art. I think they did a really good job with these. Like the extended artwork on the card, like the foiling across the whole thing is really nice. Um, I still prefer the old style ultimate rares, but I will say, like the art really does like pop, like the the, you, the texture, like you can feel that they've like raised it up a bit. I think it's really sick. And Kotalker inverted. Well, I got to sleeve up three cards now. Cool. So the math on that was uh, unlikely, but I will. Uh, I'll take. That's rarer than pulling a starlight. You know <laughs> that, right? I guess I'm just cracked, bro. I don't know what to tell you. 
Uh, yeah, and then some. Yeah, somebody's. So one of us is turning that into a YouTube short. I bet later. Um, but yeah, no, this set is ridiculous. So, I think the other conversation to have now that like the very cool pack is out of the way, is there is a conversation to be had about where the game is at an affordability level after this because i think that's so crazy i'm sorry i can't get over three in one yeah. in one pack i cannot get over it so i think the one thing right is that at a local level the game is like more affordable than it's been in a really long time like if you're just playing at a locals that is not super competitive you could play a really really strong deck for very cheap at a right. high level competitive level it's not that much less expensive the main things that got cheaper for those are Forbidden Droplet, uh, Baron de Fleur, Pot of Prosperity. And those are great reprints that lower the cost of the game a lot. But if you take a deck like Rescue Ace, for example, even if you say, like, aren't playing the Diabell Star engine, right? The, sure. S the SP Little Knight is the difference in the cost that you saved on those cards, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> in Monadium, really, you only saved money on, like, the, you only saved money on the Baron. So, it, like, for people who are coming into the game and are needing to get staples, the set is a godsend. But I think for people who are trying to compete at a high level, this doesn't do that much. Um, so agree. that is, I think, the only downside is that this set is coming at a time when at a high-end competitive level, the deck, the game is still expensive. But for people who need staples, this is the best set ever made. <laughs> like yeah i would say for new players it's probably the best set yep. and the reason i think it's so hard for me to say that it is the best set ever oh this is sorry to cut you off this is a platinum secret effect veiler and there's another luxury rare in here i think wow you're nope. killing it there's not i lied um <laughs> but uh this is this is the platinum secret now that i'm seeing this in person i actually really really love it so uh the secret rare foiling is is definitely got a little bit of touched up it's kind of got like so if I pull up, if you pull up like a regular secret rare, it doesn't have like the type of dotting foiling. It's kind right. of more shattered. This is more dots. The, the, the foiling in the name has a really, really cool effect to it. Where if you tilt it, uh, if I do it this way, you might see it better on the camera. But if I tilt it, it's like different parts of the name will highlight. So it's got like kind of a shattered foil feel. And then this isn't going to show up as well on the camera either, but there's foil around the border of the effect text. And that is the thing That's that so I like. That's so nice. It's really, really cool. And I have never, for Valor, like, I'm somebody who is in the game. I have, like, high rarity stuff. I've never owned a not common effect Valor. And I now have, like, an Ultra and a Platinum Secret. <laughs> so, You've like... You've never owned a not common? My Valors have always been commons really like when i so a lot of my staple stuff now when i pick up like stuff for decks that i like is high rarity but for staples it's always the lowest i could get and i was in university when i started playing uh at locals so like i got my yeah thank you for subscribing uh just now during the yo during the podcast epi pen that is actually my first plat secret which is kind of disappointing because i really like that rarity but i mean I, i'll but, say this fun fact effect failure uh, although it's been in the game for over a decade now, has never had a secret rare printing. Oh, until now. Until now, yeah. Now it has technically three secret rare printings. Yeah. So just that one quarter century secret. I one, one. Yeah. Point being, I I absolutely understand the people who are like, this set is like really cool, but actually it doesn't distract from the fact that at a high end the game is still really expensive. That is that is correct. Like that is just the correct take, and it it sucks but 
if this is a sign of things to come and not just a one-off thing, I think there is hope. Is uh, is kind of my thought process. I think that, like for me, for example, I have most of these cards already. In my opinion, this set for me doesn't do anything but make me go, ooh, this looks like fun to open. But past that, because I already own these cards, it doesn't actually help yeah. me, right? It's, it helps me look cooler to the new shinier, people that yeah. don't know. But, you know, overall, I think the set really easily ranks in the top five. Like, like you can make the argument that Dual Devastator is probably actually the better set for the from like in the history of the game for like what it did and guarantee is the yeah but there's something to be said for how fun the rarity collection is to open yeah. right and for how close to a guarantee it is right like especially with how cheap the staple yeah. are if you bought a yeah. box of this you can probably trade for the stuff you need at locals or in your local community it's like it, when everybody is opening the set people are going to have stuff somebody at my locals pulled cases and they messaged me that they pulled three quarter century secret rare fossil digs those are now my <laughs> fossil digs <laughs> those are now mine yeah. someone in the i i posted in the necrofusion enthusiasts that i was this was seven so this is seven more printings of fossil dig that i can collect as the dinosaur guy that is uh, true that and, is unequivocally uh, true i have yet to pull one i have not pulled a fossil dig yet <laughs> <laughs> so i think that's something that people aren't really taking into account when they call this the best set ever is that there are yeah you're only getting like one or two of a card out of a box right it, yeah it, if that because when you think about it yeah you have 79 cards and oh. technically you have like several hundred I think, chances i think that's an or over 100 you're gonna ulti coming in hot here so it's not the dark law it's whatever's behind it okay all right let's see Ooh, this is an ultimate rare reasoning that's gonna go nasty in goat or uh or Edison, that's right probably. the goat enjoyers agony because this card's not used for anything healthy but you know <laughs> rejoice in your agony i guess because they're gonna do it beautifully uh i will say though like like i was saying like dual devastator might be considered like potentially like a better product for what was in it and what for what was in it and stuff maybe it's better but like i said this is just so much more fun to open i mean how the, the one in a thousand odds of getting not a good card but three luxury rares in one pack like that's just not something you got out of dude there was no hype for dude because mm -hmm. it wasn't it, there was no chase yeah and having that chase here even if a lot of the cards are gonna end up very cheap because they're going to be as supers that's fine so this is actually a reprint i was looking forward to is lava golem in many different rarities i have also never owned a copy of uh, lava golem so this will find at all one. yep at all because for a long time it was expensive until the speed door reprint happened uh to the point where i couldn't like really justify buying them to have them as a staple uh, now there are other cheaper printings of it and the price has gone down since like Lava Golem became uh, announced for this set but mm -hmm. uh, yeah so I'm actually I'm going to set Lava Golem aside because I uh, I actually need that <laughs> so that's the thing like well, even, even somebody like me who's been in the game for a while like everybody has that like one card that they're like 
eh, I don't know if I can spend the money on this. Like, it would be nice to have, but it's just, like, not really worth it. And there's a lot of cards right. in there like that for me. Like, having backup copies of Herald of the Arclight is huge. I maybe only have two. Uh, well, I want to say we do have a question from a viewer in the live chat. Do you want to do you want to do you want to talk we, about it? Uh, we can, except that I have a luxury rare here, so maybe we can do that after. After okay, right, after so the luxury. This rare. is just a regular old secret Deco Talker Heat Soul, and uh, an ultra rare Ghost Trick Angel of Mischief. It's an effect okay. monster. <laughs> it's an ultimate rare Blackwing Samud the Poison Wind. Yo, Andorain Rejoice, one of our patrons and also one of our one of my friends from uh, that I see all the time. He is one of a been a, a longtime supporter of the podcast. He won he actually won our invitational with Black Wings and he's looking for these. So I'll, uh, shout out to I may you. have to I may have to get in touch. Also a shout out to Maple Maple, fellow Canadian, hashtag buy Black Wings. Um this I gotta say, this is not a card that I wanted out of the set. This looks amazing as the ulti because it has like the raised art in like the black. You're, it's, there's no way I can like show this to you on camera where it would make sense. Maybe like this almost. Like you yeah, see how it's like- I, I think I kind of see it. Yeah, that's amazing. Coming, like it's coming out of the card. That's really, really sick. So the question that we have is, is pack right? I need to know. I asked if he was right about what, and they said the format being no bueno. So we do have some questions about how we feel about the format. Now, I have some regionals next weekend, so I've been doing a little bit of research trying to get into the format and try to understand the format a little bit. And here's kind of where I'm at on the format. There's like Rescue Ace, Sinful Spoils Rescue Ace is like probably the best deck, even though it had the highest representation at Indianapolis, though we don't actually know that for sure. But it's like probably the best deck. And then after that, you kind of have like Pearly and um, Monadium, Tier Lament, and maybe like another deck that I'm not thinking of oh, as like I'm, I'm the other best deck. Sorry to interrupt. I got a collector's. You're good. Collector's Rare Effect Availer. That's that, that one's one of the highest cards on my list of I, I want to see that in person and maybe cop some of those. Those that's wow. It is pretty. Or camera's gonna stay out it's of focus. Stunning. But that is gorgeous. Okay, continue. <laughs> oh, also, uh, the card sitting on the table, uh, shout out to our moderator in chat who pointed it out. That Egyptian God Slime. That's this, actually a really good reprint. Yes. That's his first reprint. I was pointing at this. This card was like fifty dollars for no reason. Uh yeah, I sold was, mine for thirty five because it was at a regional in August after was, we knew this was happening. It was buried in a side set, so this being reprinted is actually really big. Uh but anyway, yeah, yeah continue. Format. Another uh, secret. Nick. But I think those oh four decks kind of stand out and you could say that any of them are like fine. But the issue is that there's like 25 decks underneath those that are just like any of these could just win a YCS on any given weekend. Right. I was watching the MBT tier list video and he made a pretty compelling argument of that, that just anything can win the YCS. And I think that's where a lot of people's frustration with the format comes from is because there's so many decks that are so good that it's kind of hard to game plan for an event. Yeah. As so, a, so I think, so personally formats like these are amazing for locals players and they're very bad for pro players. Uh, pro players yeah. want yeah. to be able to perform consistently and to perform consistent, consistently, you need to be able to game plan for multiple decks. Thrust, I think, has kind of given people this like false sense of security about being able to be prepared for everything. But 
ultimately when the format is this wide you're going to run into bad matchups makonko just won oics um if you in, in fact if you look at the top cut of um of indianapolis there was a huge swath of rescue base for sure but then everything else was like three two two one 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 there was a fluander yeah. a ricosan avalon a tri-brigade sprite um the monadium players were on different builds like um on and on the bubble there's stuff like gold pride makonko blackwing there are a lot of decks just like sitting in the wings waiting for somebody to have a killer run with them and you will be blindsided at an event super rare the issue though is that there's so many of these decks that are just unfun to play against would said like last mm -hmm. year's nationals we had a similar issue yeah like there's a lot of decks but they're really unfun to play against because they're scythe locking you or they're you know yeah. the ibli locking you or they're doing mystic mine or floodgates just it was always something uh question <laughs> yeah. from mr jeremy what is the most unhealthy deck in the format it might be makanko <laughs> I don't know that I would that I would go that far. I think uh, personally, I think the most unhealthy deck is that any of the Monadium builds that are doing the Calamity turn skip. Uh, I think that's probably the most cancerous thing because it's very okay, much drawn out. Um, We're talking about the Makanko deck that is is am I am I wrong or is the Makanko deck the one that is locking you out of summoning use it using Acid, acid Golem? Acid Golem, yeah, it might be Makanko. It's so. Acid Golem, uh, for those who are unfamiliar, by the way, this is just off topic. My twin brother is looking for upgrades for pre-prep, so this is really good for him. Um, and, but also Secret Rare Mud Dragon of the Swamp, gorgeous. Amazing that this card gets upgrades after being trapped at like ultra uncommon for 12 billion years. Um, the uh, IDP and Cherub being in the same pack, that's so stupid. Um, the... Uh, what was I talking about? I got distracted by Astro This comment is going to remind you. Nobody is playing that version of Monadium, question mark. I think it's got to be Pearly drawing six is crazy. There's, a, I think there's an argument that Noir is, is annoying, but like everybody is playing their outs to Noir as like a way to respect it. Um, I think I think maybe Pearly's more toxic now because less people are playing Book of Moon and Book of Eclipse, and that means that the uh, the draws are resolving more often. Uh, so it's hard there's a lot of like so does it have yeah. to stay face up on the field for the draws to resolve well so what you do i don't know how the cards work I i've never read the pearly cards i literally don't know how the deck works so the basically what you do is they have a normal trap card called pearly leap and your goal is to put an Xyz monster on field ideally plump but because delicious is limited it might be a different one like noir or um the, the mini noir or beauty or something and then you mm -hmm. stack as many copies of Sleepy Memory under it as you can. Sleepy Memory's okay. effect is that um, during the standby phase, you can use this effect if it's attached to Xyz Material to draw one card. That stacks for each copy of it that you have. So it's like, cause it, it's like if it's Xyz Material it gains. So let's say you have a, um, you get two underneath of a Noir that's at like five materials, right? Or uh, sure. five or six materials. You During the standby phase, you activate the effect of the monster to draw a card. And then you activate the effect of the monster again to draw a card because you have two sleeping memories giving it the effect. You use Pearly Leap to rank up into the big towers guy, which is uh, E Pearly no or X Pearly Nora. And then because it's mm -hmm. a new monster on top of those cards, you can use the effects of the spell cards granted to the Xyz monster again. So you can use Sleepy again to draw card number three and Sleepy again to draw card number four. 
Add to that that Expertly Noir is not once per turn detach two materials to sh just target a card on the field and shove put it like it's like put it on top of your opponent's deck. Um, and if it has five or more materials, it is unaffected by uh, activated effects. So, Got it. So it's cancer. Uh, it's 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 pretty rough. <laughs> yeah, cancer. Oh, I got another. Uh, I got another one. I don't know what type it what is. What are you at now? It's You've got to be the odds. Wow. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. But this this is just regular secret part of desires. <laughs> it's an ultimate rare harpy's feather store. So can we talk about Please ban this how card. many bannable cards there are in this set? Like, uh, like, can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, Dimension Shifter is in this set. Harpy's Featherstorm is in this set. Uh, Inspector Border is probably not bannable, but it is also in this set. It should be. Yeah, and Sphere Mode and Division Hero Affairs. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's also, there's like, like I mean, I, I, would, I could make an argument. I think that Baron is a bannable card. Um, there are some like weird floodgates too. Uh, not it's not uh eradicate no debarrier is in this set uh eradicator is the one that's not in this set yeah, that's five ultis <laughs> it's a little whack <laughs> only one plat secret's kind of cringe but how do the ultis look in person because like i said the... on camera they don't look good it very much I'm varies yeah on camera i agree that they don't in person i think they're really cool so harpy's featherstorm okay. for example the foiling on this is incredible they've got like two different levels to it that are raised so there's like the wind effect is raised up but also the like the leaves behind it are kind of raised up just a little bit below it so you get this like really cool texture effect i think what's kind of weak is the foiling across the whole card i think is kind of mid like the collectors were already kind of covers that niche i wish it was like the old style ultis where they would do that foiling on just some sections of the card and then the, the, yeah. it would be super embossed there but uh, i do say in person they look so much better and it depends on the card too like for example the ghost trick angel of mischief looks kind of mid it's cool that the art pops out but it doesn't pop out in a way that's cool uh, the reasoning is really cool because the individual cards pop out in the reasoning that are popped out Savage Dragon also is kind of mid, again, because it's just the card pop out. Some Moon works really well because it's got that, like, black-purple, so it makes, like, the card, like, really, really, really push. dependent on the card, is what you're saying. Yes, so I think I think for this rarity, it does depend on the card. I gotta say, Some Moon looks just so sick. Some Moon looks really, really cool. <laughs> hey, the Blackwing cards have always looked really cool. That's true. Um, so... If you're ranking the best sets in the game's history, is this is this really number one for you? I, uh, to be honest with you, I don't think it's a contest. Like, really, if you look at look at this box, right? For like, f like, and the cards that are here, for like, for a hundred dollars. Like, I have a play set of sphere mode. I have two Eldritch the Golden Lord, which is enough to play the deck. I have two effect. I actually have three effect failures. There's some in here. Uh, I've got an Ash Blossom. I've got. A playset of Pot of Desires, a playset of Pot of Extravagance. I've got extra deck staples, like Borla Savage Dragon sitting here. I've got Ice Dragon's Prison, there's trap cards. Like, uh, if you're opening just casual product, it's good. In terms of getting c singles at the super rarity, this is like the best set ever made. I think, uh, like, I think there's not much that compares. Like, it's tough to compare this to a core set just because stuff isn't guaranteed, but. Right. I don't know. I think there's oh. a reason that. You is, this is a, the greatest set of all time. This is a this is a platinum secret rare loan fire blossom. Does that change your mind? It doesn't change my mind, but it's very nice. <laughs> it's very nice. Oh yeah, no. Uh, I thought I was like, dude, don't tell me you did it again. Don't tell me, bro. <laughs> I'm crazy. Okay, 
we do have a we do have a chat and um what is the quintessential alberta food i don't think that exists <laughs> i'm gonna be real with i you. didn't think so either but We're i wanted to throw it at you. um he doesn't, I live in the food place. I live in Louisiana. It, he does it, live it, in the food place. If I had to give you an answer, it would be going to brew house and ordering a medium, like uh, a very extremely mediocre poutine. And uh, that <laughs> that would be my answer to that question. I had poutine. Although I will say it's garbage. there's no like Alberta specific food, but Edmonton, the city that I live in, honestly has a lot of like really, really sick restaurants. Like, so we don't have like a food, but we have a lot of cool places from like everywhere. The only thing we're lacking I'm is a good Mexican restaurant. I'm just gonna let you know. The only reason that Canada thinks that poutine is like this godsend to humanity is because. Platzi for um, MVP. That's nice. The only reason that Canada thinks poutine is like this amazing thing uh, is because they don't have good food. So. Uh, <laughs> fries with gravy is just considered a delicacy <laughs> you're probably not wrong about that to be real <laughs> so when i went there someone who's actually from somewhere with like s tier food everywhere i ate the poutine and i was like this is bad like really mm, bad the, so disgusting. the problem is that you have to get it in quebec like ah uh, the... of course i got it from the wrong place yeah because in Canada, what do you want from me? The problem is so like the the fast food chain poutine place is called New York Fries, and if that doesn't tell you everything you need to know, I don't know what does. <laughs> On that menu, it was called poutine, and <laughs> I'll say this though. Oh. Here it is, super berry. Multiple people at that table tried it, and everyone agreed it sucked. It wasn't just me. Like people people who had been to Canada were like, yeah, this is really bad. By like anything standards not just like this is just not good you have spellbook of judgment reprint uh again with like high rarity options is cool for retro formats yeah. for anybody wanting to play rulers uh so got a comment here i've heard the spells and traps of the lts are the really good ones that are consistently good uh reasoning and harpy's feather storm are both very cool so in my uh, limited experience that's true because I think the 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 Simoon is really cool, but the other two monsters were kind of mid. Please ban this dimension shifter. Oh, it's a collector's. Nice. Is... That's my favorite. Uh, Tri Brigade Revolt in secret, which I think it already has from the tins, but is good. Yeah, I'm excited. I thought you were gonna say Revolt oh. CR. I was like, this is a collector's rare Artemis the Magistus Moon Maiden. How does that look? It is very, very pretty. I really like the collectors, actually. The, the cards with blue and white and silver look good in yeah. like collectors and secret and stuff like and that. I've always found. If you if you want to summon Alistair, this is the card to pick up. Vision here, yeah, for sure. and uh, full armor. Can we have YCSs that aren't in the middle of nowhere? Who wants to go to Virginia? Konami wants to go to Virginia, where the venue prices are way cheaper. So if we're looking at this box, I have pulled. So it looks like my my balance is uh, slightly off. Microphone, talking to the microphone. I'm I'm. Uh, <laughs> so it looks like my balance is slightly off. Um. So but which is fair. So I have four collectors, three quarter centuries, five alties, and three plat secrets. Although I do still have a pack. 
It looks like you. It looked like you had just forgotten about the pack. No, 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 no. I'm getting there. So in theory, it would be cool to pull a plant secret, but I think the five and the three is like kind of how that stuff kind of goes. Red eyes, flare metal. Secret rare, Elbush the Golden Lord. Very pretty. Ultra rare, Deco Talker, Heat Soul, Ultra Lone Fire, and then Super Ecclesia. How many Eldliches did you pull? So I think I have, I think I have three. I think that was the third. Uh, Mr. Taggett, I'm just gonna let you know, Ultra. there needed to be more. And we're gonna discuss right now, here's my theory. I think that this is only the Rarity Collection one. I think we have Rarity Collection 2 Edison Boogaloo coming by the middle of next year. I think I think there's no way they don't do another one. Like financially, this has to have been just a massive success for them. Because yeah. um, there's still a lot of cards that they could reprint in the next one. I saw someone on Twitter make a list for a potential one for next year. That's pretty cracked. Where are we where are we at on time? Because I could We're at 53 minutes. Okay. Maybe we should not do the second box then, because you need to go to bed. But uh, Well, you can turbo that second box while I monologue. Okay, yeah, we can do that. So I'm gonna tell the viewers here that not only are we going to be live streaming evening time, it'll be like very late, like 10-ish p.m. Central time when we should live stream. We'll set a time. Usually we try to record on Sundays and Wednesdays, which you've already been, which you've always been very forthright about we might do some more on monday thursday because i don't know what days are going to work best for us on the new schedule and we are going to start having a co-host soon but we're going to be live streaming actually starting this episode going forward the goal is to live stream every episode moving forward yo so that's the goal now i'm not saying we won't miss one every now and then but that's the goal on top of that i also am going to go ahead and announce the live streams that i have coming up i might do some additional side live streams here and there like maybe a weekend i have a free few hours that's not um that's plat secret how did that get into this this is not how did that get into that what are you uh what are you like digging through well there was a a there was like an a full-on like thing that popped up i could not tell um, you for the listeners at home uh, i've just pulled the uh I just pulled the Platinum Secret Triple Tactics Talent. <laughs> Bonkers. Oh, that's an ad on Spotify. I was like, wait, oh. how is this thing happening? It's an it's literally an advertisement on Spotify. The, okay. the, right. the advertisers are, are very powerful. <laughs> yeah. So streams. I have um oh. a mighty need. Quarter century. Um, Okay. Quarter century Artemis. <laughs> so You're I killing on the Artemis. I have a collectors and a QCR Artemis. I have a mighty need. I am going to be doing regular live streams in addition to regular live streams on a weekly basis. Once per month, 
the idea is to do it for the next six months. So November, December, January, February, March, and April. At a date and time that I will determine and announce in advance. Once per month over the next six months, I'm going to be running on a Friday night into a Saturday morning, a 24 hour live stream here on our YouTube channel. Uh, like I said, be sure to be subscribed to our YouTube to be there for that. But <clears throat> we'll see. I'll be honest with you. The reasoning that I'm going to be doing the live stream on our YouTube, the 24 hour live stream, it, they will all six of them be fundraising streams. Um, <laughs> I found out recently that I'm going to have to replace the entire roof of my house and carport as well as both the inside and outside AC units and pretty much all of the ductwork in the attic. So, and I have to do it all before next summer. And I am going to need about 30,000 US dollars to have the new roof and all the AC unit put on my house. So, in addition to picking up a bunch of overtime at work, and basically becoming a full-on vendor, selling as much of my collection as I can piece apart as possible. I am also going to be doing some 24-hour charity live streams. These are not just going to be podcasts. They're also going to be me just like generally playing video games, me doing, you know, Master Duel, Ladder Climb, me doing whatever you know might do live streams might have live content as far as like having people come over to my house and get live games in there's a lot that we can do and there's a lot of different ways that we can do it now with that said uh there will be like dono goals things like that there will be giveaways there will be you know punishments for things i don't know somebody suggested that for every ten dollars i eat a pickle um, I don't know that I want to do that because if I actually hit goals through stream, that's like 3,000 pickles. But regardless, there are ideas being floated of stream things to do to um, for the 24-hour live streams. And if you have ideas for the 24-hour streams, let me know because I would love to hear them. But uh, full disclosure, that's where I'm at. So uh, there will be a few fundraiser streams coming up in the future uh, if that is something that you're interested in. And the fund that I'm raising for is my personal house fund because I need an AC unit and a roof. So, um, <laughs> finally, my first copy of Fossil Dick in two boxes. <laughs> and it's a super. <laughs> is it just a super, Sag? Uh, yeah. Loki, not to interrupt, a uh, very important cause. Uh, Dinkirsu, also a very good reprint. This was a $10 card for a while for no reason. So, very good that it's in here. Is Sunny smarter than a fifth grader? <gasps> That's an amazing idea. The answer is no, but is it is a fifth or eighth? I can't tell. There's a little emoji in the way. I mean, that's a decent that's option for eighth grader. It's, it's the show is fifth grader, but that says eighth grader. Uh, the answer is no, but I'll play the game. That sounds super fun. I was going to say I could set up. A, are you smarter than a than a than a fifth grader Yu-Gi-Oh quiz? That would be funny. Uh, yeah. Are you smarter than a YCS competitor? True. Artifact land so, secret is nice. There are ideas brewing. I love that. Please send them send them to us in Discord. But with that said, I think it's time. Skylark, don't you? I agree. Why don't you read some uh, patron names while I take us away with some more packs? So, 
Of course, a huge, huge thank you to always second Naruto, but it's just me talk no jutsu and my toddler out of a tantrum. Zyphorus, big stinky, blue eyes is best, copium, ding dongs, hostess of the yang, ding, give me that horasi, Konami, HH Cyber, John Lil, Mountain Man, Omel Spaghetti, Owen Alvarado, Pistol Place Pendulums, A Silver Hope, Understanding and Reading are two different things, Virtual Saviors World, Welcome Host of the Top Cup Podcast, Flew on to Reason, Trouble Sunny, What Do You Call a Magic Owl, Houdini, Wind Up Carriers, Infidel, Made, Aaron Garner, Alexander Chan, Asami, Ashless Chaps, I'd see Yosimba the Silver Castle, Blackwing, Silver in the Ascendant as the Best floodgate box wine, a chubby noon. Uh, uh, well. Okay, sorry, it, I gotta pop up on my Discord. Uh, mm -hmm. Black Moon Silver in the Ascendant is the best floodgate box wine, chubby ninja. Come on and get your game on. Dragon maidenless behavior. I'm about to reek a glamour trooper for cost these plant nuts in your mouth. Level four fire warrior gaming, little stinky llama yama cam sarama maxi pack man red pinko one four three and one it's seeker of your mom's sinful spoils. Thank you all so say. much for your continued support of the podcast. That is what is that? So uh, I have a quarter century secret rare to finish this off out of this pack. While uh, and while you were uh, you were going off, I also pulled a platinum secret to Ghost Bell and Haunted Mansion. I gotta say, this card looks phenomenal. Some people are just better. Some people, and I pull, I also pulled a triple tack and plat secret. <laughs> okay. Insane. Also, all thought Elich. It's a synchro. It is a quarter Arrow? century secret rare Borlode Savage Dragon. Ooh. Ooh. That all right. So it's beautiful what are we looking at as far as like all of the cards you like, well go ahead and like like all right all right well hey you know we'll, we'll cover this another time but hey let's we'll talk about it thank you all so much for tuning into today's episode of the top cut podcast and as always be sure to check us out on patreon discord twitter all of those above things and until next time have a great weekend everyone i do have a card pun for this episode actually before we go uh sorry this was a bit of a long episode we were really drag us to it out but uh, thank you for supporting <laughs> us as always. Bye-bye. <laughs>Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.